At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning, everybody. Time for another Sunday Q&A. Um, what are we going to cover today? Uh, backloads, because is the CX actually a backload site? Kind of asked that one last week, but we got a lot more responses to it. Um, and also we're going to do a bit about dogs in trucks and, of course, the other miscellaneous. I did one last week. Oh, before I go on, to the guy that I accidentally removed and reported as spam, I'm ever so sorry. I can't work out what your name is because the second I've removed it, I couldn't get it back. But occasionally, I get comments on the channel, sometimes in Spanish, and when you click on the link, it shows um, scantily clad women. So these we report... <laughs> spam and pornography but I accidentally clicked on the wrong one so the guy who left a comment which was perfectly valid and perfectly lovely if it's gone reported as spam I do apologise I've done it <coughs> I've done it by accident I'm sorry uh, right also Neptune Courier says thanks very much for the shout out it feels like I'm getting an autograph from my favourite A-list celebrity all the very best A-list mate um, I think you're kind of playing it fast and loose there <laughs> with the A-list, push, pushing the um, the nonsense needle just a little bit close to the red. I think maybe if you hit around the QR mark, or maybe closer to Z, you might be more accurate. But thank you very much. That's very flattering. Don't forget, Neptune Couriers has his own channel. Go on YouTube, search out Neptune Couriers. He's out there doing the thing. So, mm. Right. So we've also got a lot of comments this week on what to do if the shipper tries to overload you. And I'm going to put that out separate because I think it's important and there was some very interesting information. I'd like to say thank you to Matt Hodges, who's commenting, he's, he's in the 44 tone, he's, he's new at the channel, and also to Dixie, who took the time to write quite a long, in-depth report, but basically explaining overloading far better than I ever could because I've always said, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm just a mouthpiece. Um, so I'm going to put that one out separate. I probably won't go out on Monday because Monday's testimonial day now. Um, except for next Monday because that's bank holiday. We'll come to that later. Um, and so, I don't know, Tuesday, Wednesday or something like that. But I'd like anyone who made any comments on, um, on, on you know, what sort of shipper tries to overload you, I'd like to say thank you. 
and uh, we're going to do it separately because that way I can do a link from that specific video to your comments, to your replies, and it might go to help people, which kind of the plan, you know. So, um, also, I mean, I've been overloaded twice recently. Once on the bank on the Good Friday Bank Holiday Monday special. Stay tuned for that. And yesterday, I went in, but I went in yesterday, and I was late for the job. The reason I was late for the job is the job before that went wrong massively wrong because they sent a lorry into a place I couldn't get a lorry into. I did do a little, there's a video on that. Oh my God, this is difficult to keep up, isn't it? Um, it's just like a talking head, that one, about just explanation of what happened, but as a result of which I was late to the second job. But I rang the ship all the way along and said, look, this is what's happening, I'm gonna be late. Um, and then when I got there, it was a seven and a half ton job. It was supposed to be 1600 kilos. It was eight pallets of double stacked shrink wrap. And if you think about a roll of shrink wrap that high, on each pallet there must have been what? 100, maybe maybe 150, and then two high. These pallets probably weighed the best part of 750 kilos to a ton each, and there was eight of them. Which is fine for me, because I'm in an 18 ton, and I can take that kind of weight. Um, but if I'd have been in a seven and a half ton, it wouldn't have moved. So it was kind of, and I went, I run the guy, I went, look, not a problem. And you know, he kind of, it, it, it shines a light favorably, more favorably on me because I've gone out of my way to move his job after I was slightly late, through no fault of my own. Um, but I said, just in future, if you send a seven and a half ton to pick this one up, no, it's not going anywhere. Mm. So I'm going to be doing that one separate. That one's going to, I'll, I'll do, I'll record that in a bit and we'll put that one out midweek sometime. So, right. I've got a question. I did one, I've got a question, which I thought about it afterwards. It's kind of a bit selfish of me, really, because you've all had questions, and I've got them all backed up, and they're all they're all recorded now, and they're all ready to go out, but I don't want to overload everybody with question, things about the career exchange. It gets a bit boring. Um, and then I thought, well, I've got a question. I'm going first. <laughs> I jumped the back of the queue. And then I thought, ah, it's my channel. I can do what I like. So um, my question was, what is the top, I think it's the top left-hand readout on the um, taco, because I, I know what the others are. There's um, there's how much previous rest you've had, how much your current rest has, and um, it's the bottom. It's the bottom left read on taco, and how much you've been driving. So what's the bottom left one? So I was a big thank you to Iona Vasley, uh, Matt Hodges. Once again, Matt, thanks for welcome to the channel. Um, Dini9050 and the nefarious Steve Campbell and Godzilla's. But first thing with this one was Big Foz. And Big Foz says, Hi Pete, it's how many hours you have driven over a rolling two week period? 90 hours after being the absolute max over two weeks. So if you drive for 56 hours in one week, your previous, your pre that's your previous week. The following week, you can only drive for 34 hours driving. So do not exceed your 90 hours in a two-week period. I hope this helps. Clear as mud, I expect. No, big fuss. <coughs> that makes absolute perfect sense to me. Because we're only allowed to drive 90 hours over a two-week period. Um, and that you're also only allowed to work. You've got to have a... 20, a 48 hour break but you can have a 24 hour break but you can and that's got to be every two weeks but you can muck around with that every four weeks that bit there is a little bit clear as mud but the 90 hours I understand fortunately I never I never do it because um, to do your 56 you basically got to drive like nine hours a day for six days on the bounce and I tend to have weekends off so I can only really do me nine hours a day so nine hours a day 
five days a week. It's less than nine hours a day. You never do the full nine hours because you've got to stop. So, um, and I mean, a lot of the days, recently, I've been coming at three, four hours. I've been doing shorter jobs. Diesel's down. So if you can pick the job where um, you don't have to, like, you know, don't have to go far, that's the way forward. My diesel bill has gone up from, it used to be about £500 a week to £700 a week. So I have to think very carefully about where I'm going now. Right. That's a lot of money, isn't it? That's kind of the money that I used to bring in. <laughs> um, you know what I say, trucks, the way forward. But <laughs> be very careful. <laughs> There's a lot to consider. So we did one, I think it might have been last week. Um, is the CX actually a backload site? And we had a few comments, but we, we've had a few more. It's rolling over, and obviously, I think they're worth doing. So, uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna start off with Godzilla's. Is it a backload site? No, it was, but it isn't now. Uh, to answer both at the same time, there was once there was once a time in 1991 where I would rock up at 8 a.m. in the morning to Birmingham um, Airport cargo and join the queue of couriers. Last in, last out, as the jobs came in. That's how it worked. So I presume he rocked up in a, in a line. And then, like, the CX pinned, he went, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine. Wow. Um, you would get six, or maybe it wasn't the CX. You would, no, it must have been. Uh, you would get 65 p per mile plus 134 for the collection. You would learn to play darts and drink tea from the dirtiest cups and pray a job will come in before the afternoon or your boss would ask a quid for the tea and coffee supply. Um, job comes in. This is, I think this is kind of like when you work for a firm. Job comes in to say Oxford off you a pot once you dropped it off you'd find a local courier depot such as TNT in Oxford they would then seek further work for you if you had nothing going on once you'd called the office they would say they would clear you and you were clear you ask it your next job or you'd be running empty there are also lots more consideration given to when collections and drops would happen backloads were called overnights given that when collections and drop-offs could happen uh, the backloads called overnights time rolls on Mobiles, then apps, etc., etc. You no longer need to need a unit with 30 vans outside every morning. Yeah, I think it's talking about the old days. Um, instead, you have people on where there's areas for work to roll in, so you could call them up while the shipper sits in his pajamas in his living room. Uh, then the app kicked off, based off um, the little black book haulage companies that would have other contracts to pass the work on. Uh, but backload site, no, no chance. Maybe one job in every 200 is a backload these days. Half or more of the backloads listed are simply shippers given a good time frame for something to get dropped off so they can call it a backload on the hope of selling the job cheaply to maximise their profits. Real drop-off within the next few days are quite rare. And not and because it's not a backload site, then prices should always reflect the same day hotshot unless it's in the courier's interest. So yeah, a bit of history there about what it used to be like. I remember well, like when the HBC mob I started, and he said, you can come in if you like. And I sort of went, okay, fine. One day I was near, and so I did, so I parked up. And um, they kind of said, when we get you a job, we'll send you out there. So he said, you can use tea and coffee, got a flask, use the toilet, didn't need the toilet. Sat outside for about 20, 15, 20 minutes. He did come out once and go, oh no, sorry, it's not going ahead. And then I got a job off the CX. With the CX, you don't need to wait at courier companies. I remember Dave the Crisps used to say, I used to go to the courier firm and we would sit there on the sofa, watch TV, drink tea, sit there for two, three hours, nothing would happen. He said, I'll be halfway home and the phone would ring and he'd go, I've got a job for you. But if you can, why can't you just wait at home and do that? Why can't you just ring the guy at home and go, Dave, you're the closest, off you go. But not like that anymore. We're on the CX now. Dale Steele says, um, I regularly see um, people with a medium wheelbase. It's something to do with pricing. Um, 
only getting a pound per mile. Lutons are a lot more per mile. Minimum I get is £1.30, but 90% of the jobs I, I do go for one fifty. Therefore, the Luton is far better runner. I've always said Luton's. Now, it was always, if you're going to drive a van, go outside Luton with a towel. But then Lazy for Lee says, Lanzi for Lee says, I've mentioned this countless times. Oh, the word backload is what the Courier CX wants um, to use in order to have a perception that it needs to be done at a low cost. No shippers, website or sales use the word backload. Uh, you'll use the word, the word backload to their customers. I've, a long time ago, I did a thing with it. So I actually went out running with a lady from the CX for one day. This is when I was in a van. So it is a while ago. I've been in seven half ton and 18 tons since then. Um, and she said it's to do with the app and the way it's constructed. And she would, she would like to deconstruct the whole thing back to scratch and restart again. But the problem is that process takes so long that what they do instead is they end up patching and changing and patching and changing. Um, but yeah, she said at the time, she said, should we get rid of the word backload? And I'm like, we may as well. Because <laughs> just it's it's a job, isn't it? It's a job where people it's it's an auction. It's a job where people quote. It's regardless of what you call it, they're gonna they're gonna quote what they want to quote. If they're going home, you'll get a cheap quote. And I do think the the point was made that sometimes it's down to shippers just actually hitting the wrong button because they don't know what they're talking about. And I think that happens sometimes too. Right, also <coughs> dogs in trucks. Now, I wasn't sure about this, uh, but I said, on the whole, I think it's a bad idea. Because if you take your dog with you in the truck or in the van, you're going to get to a collection or a delivery point. The guy's going to look at the dog and go, sorry, mate, can't come in. Rules. You know, the amount of times where you turn up, I've had it, you've got, to have, you've got to have your vest on, you've got to have your boots on, you've got to have your hat on, you've got to have your safety glasses on. My favourite one, turned up the one depot, have to have long sleeve high vis. So I'm there in me orange, it's, it's a coat, and it was the middle of summer, so it was hot, but I had it on. So I'm in shorts, boots, and a long-sleeve padded high-vis coat. And a geezer says, yeah, you've got to have um, long-sleeve high-vis. And I went, um, I, I have got a long-sleeve high-vis on. It's it, it, kind of difficult to miss. He went, yeah, but it's not green. What was supposed to carry a wardrobe in the bag of the truck? Well, Mr. Ben here. Contemporary reference for the 18 to 25 year olds. Guy who um, wrote that died this one. 90s, I think it was. Um, fortunately, the guy actually he said, let's have one of us. <laughs> it was medium. It fit very neatly. Yeah. Me coffee. Right. Yeah, so dogs in trucks. I said I think it's a bad idea. <laughs> On the whole, it turns out I was right. Uh, Dale Steele says, bang on about the dog. I personally think it's extremely professional carrying a dog in the cab. Also can understand why ship is not wanting pets in the cab. It's a bad image. Yeah, I get that. Um, sorry to you, man, who wanted to travel with a dog. I know this isn't what you want to hear, but this is what people think. And this, you know, I just, I'm the mouthpiece, but on the whole, I've, I've got to be honest with you. Much as I, I can understand how you want to do it, I think it's kind of a no-no, like, you know. And embraces. The dog is definitely an issue if you do food-related things. We have to inspect the vehicle before we're allowed to load. Other than the last few, uh, other than the last, other than the law states that a dog has to be restrained correctly, or you can be fined up to five thousand pound and nine points. So being on a bed is not okay. So you know you can even if if, if those if the DVLA pull you, DVSA pull you, and there's a dog and it's just sitting there, that's not good apparently. Uh, Jimmy Hawk says, peak dogs. I have been to places where dogs are not allowed in vehicle. One I had uh, driven from Truro from to Hull 
imagine that going wrong. Back in the day, me and my granddad used to take um, sheep down to Taunton Market on Saturday mornings. Wow. <laughs> they were okay with sheep in the back of the Bedford, but not dogs. Dogs are a bad idea in this game. I like that. Oh, Jeremy, that's cool. A bit, a bit, a bit of uh, nostalgia there. Brilliant. So, right. Now, also... Um, oh, left me a piece of paper inside. We're doing this thing called testimonials. Let me get my pen out. Speaking TV as usual, wasn't it? Um, right, we're doing testimonials. And um, this is all to do with Luke wrote a testimonial. And I put it out on Monday. And a few of you have been kind enough to comment. And also, two other people have sent me in emails, which I have recorded. Uh, one is going out this Monday. And one is going out, not next Monday, but the Monday after, because of the bank holiday special. But if you have run on the CX for a little while, or you've just started, if it was brilliant, if it was terrible, if it's working out for you, if you'd like to share with the class your experiences, please send me an email, sorry Nick, to petercoath at live.co.uk. I'm not the quickest with the emails. I often, I often check this stuff on a Saturday because I drive for a living. You know, kind of looking at emails, messages, not a good idea. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm just going to do what I do normally. I'm going to read them. And if I don't think they're nonsense, I'm going to record them. I'm going to put them out. So anyone who's thinking of joining the CX or wants a better idea of how it works doesn't have to listen to me. They can listen to other people's experiences. So if you, if you want, there it is. Like I say, there's the email address again. Feel free to write in. And we'll bang them out. I'm going to do them on Monday nights. I'm just compartmentalising everything. It's making my life easier. So, testimonials. <coughs> this is regarding Luke and what went out on Monday and how he runs. Uh, long thing that says, I think if you have a, he's a, he's a single man. I think if you have a single life with no kids, you can make a fortune. I, it was really affecting my home life. Sorry to hear that, mate. Uh, my mate with no kids or missus makes big money but has no life. They call it the work-life balance, don't they? It's the opportunity cost between work and pleasure. The more you work, you know, the more secure you are. But the less you work, the happier you are. But that's not true because if you don't work at all and you've got no money and the red bills hit the thing, then you get to psoriasis. I know. So uh, when you work 25 hours a day on the market, <laughs> you still get psoriasis because you don't make any money. Um, I've gone off on a tangent. But it's that kind of thing. I mean, I had a job this week. And I finished, and there was another one pinged up, and it was, I was kind of like Wolfram Abbey Way, a bit, bit further around the 25, kind of more towards Dartford. And one pings up, and it was kind of like... Uh... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Basildon going to Slough. And I'm thinking, oh, by the time I get over there and I pick it up, it's about three o'clock in the afternoon. I can do it. I can get over there, then get over to Slough, then get stuck in the 25, then get up. And I'm, like, I'm not playing. I'm going home. And I went home and done some other stuff. It's, you've got to work. This is why I think it's good to have daily targets, weekly targets, achievable targets, and also ones that hopefully if you put the extra hours and you can exceed, like, you know. And then you can go, look, I've hit my target for the week. I try to work my, well, I had a really, really busy Monday. I've played that as well, God Almighty. But I had a really, really busy Monday. And then Tuesday, didn't get a single job. I dropped it off on Tuesday morning, all Tuesday. All I got was, oh, sorry, mate, that's been cancelled. Or, hang on, the guy the guy whose job it is is on the other line. Oh, no, sorry, mate, it's just sold it. Or my favourite one, the magic job, I'll ring the customer. Oh, the amount of jobs, I thought that's mine, and it wasn't. And in the end, I... I did a load of videos of Circuit Channel and just tried to use my time constructively. Also, I've got a plan. I've got a way of cleaning the curtain. You remember I said a little while ago about the fact that I've got to get pallet weights because everyone comes and they go, oh, you pallet weights? No. And I spoke to my mate Ian, who's the guy at the yard. He's, a, he's becoming a good friend of mine. He's a really nice guy. And he runs Arctics. So he's got three Arctics on the bounce. He said, what you can do is you can get thinners and a rack and then one letter at a time so I'm going to try and take pallet weights off the side of the curtain with thinners. Chances are they'll probably melt through the curtain and I'll have to buy new ones. But we'll see. Uh, right, back on it on uh, testimonial. So this is Stewie Luke's testimonial. Lee Benson, now he's working long hours. But he did say, and he was kind of, he wanted to make this clear. He said, I don't run all the time. He said, I'll have two or three hours off. I'll have a kip in the van. And I know the way we work with trucks is you, when you're running trailers, if you have a three-hour break in the middle of your day and you have like a three-hour kip in the middle of the day, you can split shift. I've never done it. It sounds complicated to me. It's probably not that complicated if once you know what you're doing, but I've never needed to. And he wanted to make it clear that he does take breaks during the day. But as you guys all say, and I'm going to have to get back to him on this, uh, he says, Lee Benstead said, he's working 17 to 19 and a half hours invoicing. Does he sleep? Now, also, you can split shifts, but you can only work 15 hours. Even with a split shift, you can only, I believe you can only do 15 hours, but you can split it. Anyway, but yeah, so it might be doing, it's okay to do this, I think. Help me out, guys. 17 to nine and a half hours, if you're breaking in the middle. If he's having sleep in the middle. But uh, help me out. I know nothing. Uh, Van on a run says, some long hours then. Nothing wrong with working hard, of course, but burnout could be a real possibility. Yeah, and we don't want a guy to have an accident. We don't want him to sort of crash, do we? Um, not just crash, you know, physically, mentally, and literally. Uh, Dale Steele says, It doesn't matter if you're driving or not. The point is you're awake during the duration. That's when accidents happen. Uh, Stephen Keep says, How do you... All oh, right, so anyway, I will get back to him on that. I think these are valid points. When he said to me originally, he said, Don't get me wrong. I rest went, Okay, fine. And now I will go back to him. I'll, 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 I'll probably speak to him next week. Tried to ring him a couple of days ago. He rang me, and then I rang him back, and you're playing telephone tag. But but um, I'll hopefully catch up with him next week because I don't think he's got an account. I don't think he actually sees the comments. And I'll go, Right, if, here's your response to your video. 
people are worried about you. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to be, you're gonna have to convince me that this is all right here. Look, uh, right, Stephen Keep says. How do you get jobs on the CX after 6 p.m.? As where I live, there is nothing listed. The thing about where Luke runs out of, he's kind of Red Hill, but Crawley way. But he does a lot of work kind of out of Slough. And I was speaking to another guy, um, Den, Den, Denby, Den, Denham, Denham. Sorry, I can't remember. Sorry, mate, I, I didn't quite catch your name. I've got it released, I forgot. And this guy is running small van out of like um, uh, sort of that sort of... Slough area, Heathrow area, what they call it, begins with a C, Colin, Colin, Dale, something like that, um, and he says, I'm getting jobs at two o'clock in the morning, he says, Come on. he said, that's kind of, he, everybody runs their own hours, this guy's practically nocturnal, he says, but small, because it's airport freight, it's 24 hours. He said, jobs will ping up for a small van, and I'll be in there. He said, normally on a small van, I'm looking for 30 quid a job. Sometimes at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'll go on live availability. I'm the only one there. You tell them £45, no problem. He said, it might take me half an hour to get there, but once I pick the package up, the amount of times where the actual job is like less than five minutes, literally take it from one airport place, one, one like um, freight depot to another freight depot. And he says, I'm loving it. So... Fair play, mate. Hope you're out there doing it. And uh, but that's how I think Luke gets the, the late job because it's, it's air freight. it might be air freight or it might be something to do with like parcel force or something like that. But that, that's how you do it. Right, that's it on um, testimonials. Like I say, if anybody wants to write a testimonial, there it is again. Sorry, Nick. Um, and like I say, I'll pick them out. It's all, it's all bullets in the gun, isn't it, really? All, all good experience. So, right, now we're on trucks. Uh, Manic.com. Congratulations, my friend. Passed my class two yesterday, mate. Now planning on getting experience for a year. Uh, he's getting the girlfriend to train as a transport manager course. That won't please my friend um, Nick the Urban Trucker, but you do you. Everyone does you. Uh, wanting to ask, what do you think would be better for us to try first? Getting an 18-ton lorry or going straight for a semi with a trailer? As you're going straight into trucks, I mean, ideally, I'd say you start in a van, but if you've got the truck, you, there's no reason at all you can't do it. In fairness, there's no reason at all you can't go straight into lorries. I'd say go the 18 ton. I think you go 18 ton, double curtain side, tuck under tail lift. That's what I run. That's what we all, we've got four of them now. Um, and I think it's the ideal vehicle for working on the CX if you're prepared to get involved and you obviously are you've done the test you're doing the transport manager i assume you've got somewhere to park it and i dare say get yourself a nice little tidy 18 ton don't spend a fortune on it in case it doesn't work out for you i picked mine up for 7k plus fat and if you shop around you can get them um and then you decide if you ever want to go into an arctic i don't know if i ever would i think depending unless you get see how you go see how you run and you'll decide you might decide to chop it and get a small van you never know but grow yourself a nice big beard a nice big white beard get a hat on oh white job but no you do you but if you want my advice i say start with the 18 ton that's probably the way forward if you've got everything else in place go with that that's what i run and that works for me um biba cola says in truck on Android. Oh, he said there were a bit of information for trucks, yeah. Um, for, for snap and other parking. I'm a container tramper and drive all, all the truck brands. Ah, oh, yeah, right, this is good, this. Because I don't know. All I've ever driven is DAFs, and I'm back in the days to drive an Iveco. I prefer the Man TGA for space and the subwoofer. Stereos are important. Um, prefer the Mertz cam mirrors um, 
because of the reduced wind noise and light glare and good mechanically with the battery system but the battery system is flawed uh not sure if i have not sure if i have loads of them not sure about that not a scania fan sorry just don't fit right not sure why drove the 650 v8 also still not a fan awesome sound effects with side pods uh so back to sleeping so i'll back to sleeping i avoid narrow laybys but nowadays parking at laybys might mean an empty tank or a snap container locks uh, even in places known to be safe over 10 years. Trucking and tramping since 1966. Facilities are a joke. Truckers only have junk food in service stations. Not sure why the RHA, what the RHA are doing, but it seems they have both um, thumbs up, not sure where. Um, how do you get the Department of Transport to provide 21st century facilities such as, for such an important part of the country? No truck, no goods. Keep on trucking, mate. I tell you what I do when I'm with a service station. I mean, I always make flasks of tea because I'm two metre pay a price coffee. Um, and it's just have, nice to have a flask. Flask of tea, lovely. When it comes down to service stations, I tend to rely on like the Waitrose, the M&S, the kind of whatever the mini supermarket they've got. You get sandwiches. Sandwiches are all right. You get the meal deal, sandwiches, bag of crisps, orange juice, which turns into a beer, which isn't part of the meal deal, but that's fair enough. So it turns into a bar of chocolate, but they ain't too bad, you know, for tea. And uh, that, that doesn't do. I mean, you can choose what you want. I presumably you can go to McDonald's and get a plant burger, or well, they do them Leon things now, don't they? Which is supposed to be kind of like you know, tempura burger. It's supposed to be bad, whether it is or not. I don't know. Well, the other thing is, of course, if you're out all the time, you can make it. I'm sure there are loads of videos out there on truck cooking. You can get yourself a little stove. Um, and you can whack something together. They're always around this kind of stuff. It's a matter of which way you want to go. I don't stay out that often, so I can't really comment. Right. I don't stay out at all now because I've lost my bed. But one day I'll get it back. Right. So now we're on to miscellaneous. Uh, Callum Sinclair says, Hi, Pete. Thank you for answering my questions, Callum. You're very welcome. Uh, I'm now in the process of securing a van and starting out. My aim is to start off with a small van and work my way to an HGV, building my way up as I go. I managed to secure a multi-drop day rate uh, a local, um, locally in Wales for two days a week at a fair rate, which pays the bills, allowing me to work elsewhere like the CX and bring home the profit, whilst still in my current job until, until it takes off. Now is the time to find the right office machine and get started. Um, look forward to the week in life and the haulage exchange. Well, good luck, Helen. Everybody does it their way. It can make some sense that you've got a guaranteed income there at least a couple of days a week hope you've got everything sorted like i say any other questions you know where we are good luck uh the governor says i'm a transport planner oh, this is to do with which is better vans or lorries i'm a transport planner and used to be a driver it all depends on how many jobs you do from mileage waiting time etc and he says i think the best loads are in warrington and manchester where it's hot hot it's true, Manchester is supposed to be a very good area. I don't get out there that often, but it is. The thing I've always said, the better the area, the more the vans. But I'd rather be in an area where there are 10 jobs and 20 vans than an area where there are where I'm the only van, but there are no jobs. I ain't going to get, if I'm, if I'm the only van on a moon, on the moon, I ain't going to get a job, my This is moving cheese. Um, Steve Watkins says, <clears throat> Hi, Pete. Keep it a good work. Thanks, Steve. Uh, regarding the price of jobs, this is what Steve charges. Good to get some other people's thoughts on this. My thoughts are shippers can't expect rock-bottom places for deliveries, particularly with diesel going up 200 quid a week, um, without drivers co-loading. 
something has to give. It's pretty logical to me. You can't make a living without the odd co-load. Now, there's nothing wrong with co-loading on the CX as long as you tell both the shippers that's what you're doing and they agree to it. So it's not actually prohibited. It just very rarely gets accepted. I run a sprinter curtain side, well done you, with a tail lift, very well done you. He said, I have a minimum £70 minimum charge and I want one, <coughs> excuse me, and I want one fifty a mile and £15 for additional drops. But I'm missing out on jobs when I'm quoting, but I'm missing out on jobs when I'm quoting one thirty a mile. The answer is to load two medium wheelbase jobs at combined one seventy per mile. Like I say, you can do it. You can co-load as long as you're transparent. That's not, you know, that that's absolutely fine. And everybody does it their way. Steve is doing it. Is well done, you. Right, quick one. Here. Tiffy, so Cornwall, is Tiffy, so, it's Tiffy, Tiffy, it's actually we call you Tiffy, oh, so Cornwall, but it actually is Tiffy of Cornwall, Tiffy of Cornwall, says, question, he says, if, if you please, is there a way of searching for a job to the area, i.e. jobs um, to Cornwall, uh, so basically what he's saying is, rather than finding a job local to you going anywhere, is there a way of finding jobs from anywhere in the country going local to you? And yes, there is. And I'll do a video on this. Um, I'll, I'll have to screen record it. And I'll do it using the mobile app, which I've said before is this very important video on how to work the mobile app. Because if you're in, if you just own a driver and you're using the, the CX app, you're missing out. There are, there are things on the mobile app. But most importantly, I think the jobs may still ping up on the mobile app before they ping up on the normal CX app. Um, but I'll do a video on that for you, Tiffy, explaining you how it works. Um, when it goes out, I don't know. Bills says, you les will soon be in every town. Yes, it will, mate. I know, it's horrible, isn't it? It's a bit like the Incredibles to me. You know, what's that guy syndrome, the one with the orange hair? And... He's, he's going to make everybody, he says, soon everybody, he's got these gadgets, so everybody will have superpowers. And when everybody is super, no one will be. And that's what's going to happen. Every area will have the ULES zone, and eventually there'll be, Bedford's got the ULES, Hertfordshire's got the ULES, Cambridgeshire's got the ULES. And so you just drive from one zone to the other, and everybody goes, this is a load of paperwork. So there's just one universal tax, which is the driving tax, which is the road tax. And the thing will all collapse in on itself. Sadiq Khan's going to be gutted. Let's hope the, the sooner that everybody gets a ULES, the better. Because when we all, when they've all got ULES, we can all go right. This is ridiculous. Now let's come up with a better system than this. Um, oh, one nine eight six. What up, Joyce? Name. Um, always put. He says, always put the waiting handball collection chart cancellation charges in the notes when you quote. If they accept your quote. They're accepting the extra charges as well. No debate. Oh, that it were so simple. You can put it in the notes. What I used to do was I used to I used to have a standard bit of text, which I'd save on my phone, and then I'd copy and paste in the notes going, you know, it was like, loot and tell, just get a rough idea, telling everybody what was on board, and just a few terms and conditions. But the, you, the truth of the matter is, at the end of the day, you just have a, have a, have a row, you're not around with them, we'll have a debate. Well, your waiting time is this, my waiting time is that, and then you, it doesn't matter what you write down. It, it, there, there is, the way it effectively is, you end up um, talking out at the end anyway. And finally, No Name says... Can those DVSA cars give lorry speeding tickets? Right, you're going to have to help me out on this one as well, guys. I don't believe so. That whole idea that they can Bluetooth into your taco to find out how fast you're going and work out your weights. There are under-road way bridges, apparently, 
but um, that's a different matter. Speeding tickets, no. I think the only way you ever really get a speeding ticket is a camera or a gun. Um, and also, you've got to bear in mind, particularly on things like motorways, most of us are limited to 56 miles an hour anyway. We couldn't speed even if we wanted to. On A-roads, you can. A-roads, we're limited to 50. So if you're going 56 on an A-road, you're actually going too fast. Um, and also, you know, if you're going 56 through past a school, chances are you're going way too fast. But um, can they just automatically give it? I don't think so. Anybody else know any better than me? We'll uh, write in and we'll put no name straight. So in conclusion... Uh, M4 Production said I thought you switched from the 6 to the 8-6 because you said last Sunday's Q&A that you are posting um, a Life on the Road video this week maybe I misheard no M4 you didn't mishear I got it wrong because I thought this weekend was a bank holiday weekend and then much to my chagrin and also it does mean you get an extra day's wages don't you I found out it was next weekend so next weekend and I've been knitting, give me more time to knit it all together. There's going to be two going out. There's going to be one going out on the Good Friday and one going out on the Easter Monday. And that is a whole week on the CX. I basically feel myself from, I'm sorry, I apologise in advance, um, from five o'clock on Monday morning going through to Friday night. And halfway through, kind of realised that with the amount of footage I had, it was going to be longer than Avengers Endgame. So I split it into two. So that's what I'm going to do. And since then, I've also done another day on the exchange, um, which will come out later. But yeah, so that's coming out next week. Uh, so we're going to do testimonials on the Monday. We've got Sunny Q&A, testimonials on the Monday. Um, and then there's just the general stuff. But like, if you want to write a testimonial, I can't even write to find it. You've got the email address. Um, and that's it. Cool. Right driver's cards for me now i'm gonna go up and do my pids and overtime i hope you guys are well i hope you are taking care and taking money at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.